Hi, everyone. Welcome back. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for listening. So I'm here with Nathan today, and he's going to give us a little intro before we go into our topics for today. So if you want to start us off. Hey, guys. My name is Nathan. I'm a trainer currently at Elevate. I grew up in a small town in central New York. Um, growing up in high school, I was really into music. I was also a theater kid. I loved to play football, and I did uh, track and field, and I am really into video games. Nice. Yeah. So what got you to kind of where you are now from high school um, to college to what you're doing and everything like that? Yeah. So that's a really good question. Um, growing up, I loved watching uh, Northwoods Law and it, that, that show is all about conservation, you know, catching people for like hunting and stuff like that okay. or doing illegal stuff like that. And, you know, at that point, I really didn't know what I wanted to do. Like, you know, a lot of people say like, oh, I want to become a doctor. I want to go and serve in the military. And for me, it was just like, I don't even really know what I want to do. So I looked into some colleges and I found uh, Paul Smith's college and it's keyed as the College of the Adirondacks. So like I thought that's perfect. And I went for natural resource conservation management, which basically just means like, you know, becoming a conservation officer. Like that's the kind of pathway you want to take when you're trying to go down that field. Um, and so the first semester of college went pretty well. And, you know, I was getting good grades and everything like that. Um, but I'm trying to think when I was when I was in college, I, you know, things in my personal life kind of went a little bit downhill in terms of just like my spirituality, my physical health and my mental health. Um, you know, when you're, when you're away from, away from home, it's like you get so, you, there's so, so much to do. There's so yeah. much to do. You know, you don't have parents telling you, you can't <laughs> do this, you can't do that. And I'm like, this is amazing. This is perfect. So, um, when, <laughs> when I was in college, you know, I was, I didn't really have great co ways of coping. So, you know, I would, you know, be smoking marijuana. I would be drinking sometimes and just, you know, not really living a good life in terms of just like becoming like the person I saw myself in the future. Mm -hmm. um, so that was what I was pretty much doing. Um, had a lot of, <laughs> excuse me, <laughs> had a lot of personal setbacks when um, the summer or uh, last summer, I should say, happened when um, my parents uh, separated and um, I really, I really didn't know how to react to that. And it was, it was kind of soul crushing and I could just remember, you know, the despair in my parents' faces. And um, it was hard for me because like growing up, it's like, those are the people that I looked up to. Um, and, you know, it's just, it was sex. I wanted them to see me both together, watching me become the person that I am. But um, when, when that happened and the news broke, um, I was really, I was really into fitness at the time. And I, was thinking about dropping out and so I did but at that time it was really stressful because it's like college is that security blanket and without that I had nowhere to go and I felt like you know I didn't want to just be you know like uh, just someone who's like who stays in their hometown for the rest of their life um, and so when I when I dropped out I took my NASM course which is uh, uh, National Association of Sports Medicine. And uh, basically, it's just a certification that you can take 
so that um, it's, it's very widely recognized and it basically just gets you um, the position of training clients and working with clients. And um, I always thought about becoming a personal trainer, but I never felt too confident. Um, but that was the thing. I pushed myself to kind of get out of my comfort zone. And um, during that summertime, it was like re- me trying to really um, put myself in those uncomfortable situations to really grow as a person. And um, I was working at a deli during the time. Like I did a lot of, you know, orders and stuff like that. I was trying to, I was working late in the morning and then working out and then studying for my NASM like at night. And then the same day would just repeat and repeat. Um, And then in August, I passed my NASM, which um, was very excited for. I remember jumping up and down screaming. I was like super excited because I was like, man, this is, this is amazing. I finally did it. I put so much time into it. All those uh, nights of studying, all those memorization skills and all that other stuff. And I was just, I was just super happy. And um, I texted uh, David Cruz. So he's one of, um, he's one of the, um, he's my boss. So basically, (laughs) yeah. Um, But he wasn't before, like you, you like started working with him before, like during high school, right? Yeah, no, that's, yeah. I started working with him. I think it was, it was when I was, when it's when I came back from college in the fall and um, I was working with him and I just joined Elevate and I really wanted to bring my fitness game to the next level and I wasn't really feeling great about myself and, you know, freshman 15, it's a real thing. (laughs) Um, And basically when I went to David, I gave him like, these things that I wanted to really do. And it was like, I want to be jacked. I want to have a six pack and I want to look good. And then like, you know, he, he kind of, he kind of told me like, okay, well, let's, let's slow down there a little bit, you know, let's work at one thing at a time. And, um, I managed to get like a six pack and, you know, working out, I felt really good about myself. Um, and over time, like, you know, I would talk with David, you know, for like, even the whole session, we probably wouldn't even work out and we would just talk and um, I know I like David. He's we got the same attributes, I'd say, and he's a he's a very religious person, um, and as well as I am. Um, and he he's kind of like he's kind of like another father figure to me. And I really I have the utmost respect for him mm-hmm. in terms of not my boss, but also just like my friend as well. So, so question. How did you said like when you were in college, you felt like your mental health kind of starting to spiral. And then you talked a little bit about your relationship with fitness. So kind of, I don't know, talk about how like the two are very correlated and how it's hard to like, even though you can be physically fit to like actually perceive yourself that way when you're mentally just not like in the right mind place. Like, I guess, talk about that with your experience. Mm -hmm. So like with my mental health it was i didn't i didn't even start working out when i when i first had that happen to me um i was kind of just i was depressed you know i was eating a lot i was finding other ways of coping with it um and working out didn't really come come to mind at that time but um when i started to work out you know you know i kind of i started to focus more about how i looked and how i felt more than about the experiences that I was kind of going through Mm -hmm. in, in my life. And, um, it was, it was kind of just a nice way to, you know, get my mind off of things. And, um, it, 
I kind of tried to focus more about the future and just started, you know, kind of grinding to become a better person for myself and just realizing like, no matter what happens in the future, you know, with family or whatever that happens with me, that I'm just going to keep trying to push through and that um, I'm just going to try to keep bettering myself because that kind of gave me an outlet in terms of like bettering my mental health and uh, just like being around other people in general, you know, so. So what has been the biggest thing that you've learned from making that decision to step away from college and um, take that exam and become a trainer? Yeah, so it definitely wasn't, it definitely wasn't easy because I contemplated it a lot when I was um, in college in the fall. And, you know, when, during the summertime, I said, you know, like, I wanted to do it, but I never actually put it into fruition. Like I never actually did anything about it. And at that, at that moment, like I was praying, you know, and I was just hoping that I could find the light at the end of the tunnel with that. And I just ultimately decided, you know what, I'm going to drop out of college. You know, what's the worst that can happen? You know, if I take, you know, just a year off and do my own thing or just work from home. Um, And I just, decided, you know, I'm going to just focus on NASM because I purchased it back in, back in May, but I was still in college at the time. So it was kind of just sitting there. Um, so, but at that, at that point when everything was going on, I really just said, you know, what's the worst that could happen. And I'm glad that I made that decision because I would not be in the position that I was today if it weren't for that. Um, I always say it's like a risky decision because, I mean, Mm -hmm. to me, it's kind of scary because you drop out of college, you know, you lose that security blanket. I say that all the time. No, because you think you're going down one path and then things change, you change, and then you're going down a totally different path. So it takes like time to adapt. But what advice would you give to somebody to, I guess, like if they're unsure about kind of the path they're going down um, and they've switched directions, like you kind of have what Mm -hmm. would be something that you told yourself or somebody told you that kind of helped right well when when i was thinking about that decision um you know i would always i would always have conversations with other people saying like oh i'm thinking about being a personal trainer and then you know they would tell me like you know think about what you really want to do you know Mm -hmm. because you'll be doing it for the rest of your life you know and um, those types of conversations kind of help generate you know some thought bubbles for me and it um, just really made me think about, do I really want to be doing this for the rest of my life? Is this going to give me the most joy mm-hmm. waking up every single morning doing the yeah. stuff that I do? Um, and like with my mom, she was super supportive about it. And um, I think that was the best thing about it is that I was worried about what my parents would say because, um, you know, like some par- sometimes parents like want their kids to go down the path, but they don't yeah. really like force them to but I'm lucky that my parents didn't really like force me to do anything that I didn't want to do. And my mom knew I was really into fitness when ever since I was in high school. Um, And she helped me study and she helped, you know, reassure me that like, you're going to do this, you're going to do great. Um, And I think that really made a huge difference as well as, you know, having David by my side and, you know, uplifting me, giving words of encouragement. Um, and you know, no, having him by my side was Mm -hmm. really helpful too. I mean, the boss, you know, (laughs) like that was very, it was kind of, it was really nice to have that. And 
Um, I, I'd say like to other people, if they're really on the edge of um, like, I really don't want to, like, I, I don't want to drop out of college or anything like that. Mm -hmm. I would, I would really think about it and make out your pros and cons list. Yeah. And if you do end up dropping out of college, you know, it's, that's totally fine. You know, we don't say that a lot, you know, to, to other people, like you, it's okay to drop out of college, mm -hmm. take a year off, work somewhere else for a little while, make some money on the side, and then truly figure out what you really want to do with your life. Because I mean, life is short, it goes in a blink, you know, we got to really know what we want to do with it. So you just remind me of two things that I, I was actually reading something yesterday. And that's kind of what I had written down for today. So first thing, time, and I talked about this a lot, how time is the one thing that you can't get back. So like, kind of putting effort and like thinking about is like, this what I want to be doing. But what I read yesterday, which I thought was like really ironic because I had planned this with you today. Mm. Um, so this is what I've done. As long as you're not doing what you're meant to do, you'll feel like you're walking around with a tiny rock inside your shoe. <laughs> so I was like, wait, that's because you talked about like kind of being uncomfortable at first. So I think that's like also a good thing to think about. And get basically like the point of that whole analogy is to try to try new things until you get to that point where you're not walking around with a tiny rock in your shoe yeah because that's kind of like if you're not doing what you love that is what it feels like um, right because it's that's like how, nagging at you yeah and that's exactly what last semester felt like for me because i truly did not want to be where i was but it also was like really hard to walk away so it was like that rock everywhere i was walking around in connecticut was just with me always so right. it's kind of like making decisions to get to a point where like now I don't feel like that at all. Mm -hmm. um, so that would be my advice. And like, kind of fit, like for you, the spark was like finishing that course and just finding things that, I don't know, that you'll just like enjoy doing on a daily basis. Cause like you said, time can pass, go, it goes fast. Right. <laughs> and I find like this job gives me so much joy and there's never something that like, I don't learn from this. Like, mm -hmm. um, compared to like other jobs and stuff like that, where, you know, you basically go from your nine to five doing what you need to do. This job challenges me not only physically, but mentally and spiritually too. Yeah. Um, you know, there's, there's times where I'm feeling a little grumpy, you know, especially with clients that I have to wake up at six o'clock in the morning, oh even gosh. though, even though that they're retired, but you know, I mean, that, that, that will go unsaid, but, oh my um, gosh. you know, when it comes to other people's needs and, um, types of chronic diseases that they have and mm -hmm. other sorts of complications that they have with themselves. You kind of have to, you got to learn how to really work around that and uh, be adaptable in their situations. And as well as like the types of exercises that you have them doing. Like personally for me, I have, I have rheumatoid arthritis, so I can kind of relate to um, some older people too that and some clients that I currently work with who have that. And, you know, for me, like I can, I had that sort of like sympathy for them because mm -hmm. like I can understand, you know, where they, where they come from yeah. in terms of like working out and stuff mm -hmm. like that. So that's a good perspective to have on like everything. Mm -hmm. I think in general, like even if you can't relate to them exactly, like stepping back and being like, okay, whoever I'm like working with has things going on that I probably don't even know about. Right. So that's a cool thing yeah. to think about whoever, no matter who you're like talking to, training whatever yeah. um okay so how are ways that um 
I don't know, when you start getting, I guess we'll move towards like a little bit of into like your kind of fitness or actually like we'll still go, we'll still keep going down the mental health path. Okay. So how are ways that you find or what are new ways that you find to grow when you feel like um, you're kind of in the same place, even though time has passed and you can talk about both like mentally or physically. So like how, if you're feeling stuck, how do you kind of push yourself to find ways to grow? Mm, that's, a, that's a really good question. Um, so basically i think it all i think it all comes down to really developing a solid routine um and making sure that um you have you you can do something day to day and that is sustainable for you um i also definitely kind of going back to the mental health route like look look at what you're doing currently in your life and some of the things and some of the choices that you're making is that impacting you to um become a better person or is it causing you to stay stagnant? Mm -hmm. So like, you know, like when I had, when I had friends in college, um, you know, they'd like to go out and party. They'd like to go out and smoke and do other stuff. And, you know, the temptation's there, you know, like I, you don't want to be, you don't want to be like, you know, say no or anything, but mm -hmm. you got to look out for your own self-interest yeah. and what's going to make you a better person in the long run. So, you know, like it's happened to me, you know, a couple times. And um, I'd say like for that, you know, I would just tell my friends straight up, you know, like I got to stick to my regimen. I need to stay grounded for myself. Mm -hmm. And, you know, most of the time they respect it, but other times like um, they'll just kind of clown on you and stuff mm -hmm. like that. But if you have, if you have, you know, quote unquote friends doing that to you in the first place, you know, nine out of 10 times, they're probably not a good friend for you and they're not really looking out for your good for your self-interest yeah. so definitely not long term like maybe it feels like that in the moment but then you look back and you're like wait do i still talk to those people that i was like constantly trying to change myself for right like, I yeah think that's kind of cool to think or yeah. not cool it's like a little bit sad to think about but mm -hmm. like it's good to reflect on it and be like okay i'm not going to repeat this again yeah and that's something i kind of been working on though too like yeah. i'm i'm free to admit like i I used to be kind of like that and there are times when I still do feel like that but um, having my own job basically and also making my own schedule around clients and stuff like that I'm free to be whoever I want you know um, I think like for a long time I used to be I used to be kind of um, reserved when it comes to talking about my relationship with Christ and um, now knowing that like i don't have to hide about it and i don't have to kind of you know walk around subjects and stuff like that i feel i feel liberated and i feel like i can be my own person and have uh, intellectual conversations with other people so mm -hmm. so um trying to debate what question to ask you now <laughs> so many <laughs> yeah there's so many you gave me a, you gave I, know. Me a I don't think i've ever made this many questions for anybody <laughs> um okay Oh, we talked about this before we started recording, um, that feeling of staying stagnant, like how to, and you kind of like touched upon it, but is there anything else? Like if you feel like you're getting, and this is what I was kind of saying before, like mm -hmm. you start this like new schedule, you start this routine and you love it. At, you love it at the beginning, like mm -hmm. so much, but then you keep doing it over time and you kind of like forget those reasons why you started doing it in the first place. Like, um, I guess the reasons for yourself, why you, why you decided to kind of like change this, whatever it is. Mm -hmm. um, how do you kind of go back and remind yourself of the reasons that 
you started something in the first place, especially when you're getting tired of like doing the same like thing consistently. Mm -hmm. And why is consistency important? Okay, so those are that's like <laughs> that's three a lot questions. of questions. Yes. <laughs> um, so I would say like in terms of physical health and stuff like that, when you have a set routine and everything like that, for the next couple of weeks, you're like, man, this is great. I'm loving this. Mm -hmm. And then you start to feel like that. I would say look back in how you how you have your regimen um, and especially like your uh, program laid out. Like what are the purposes for the types of workouts that you're doing? Um, and one of going to kind of shout out Aaron. Um, <laughs> he really kind of opened opened my mind into like what types of exercises like what what makes sense for doing like those exercises. He really had me dig deep into myself and be like, well, why are you doing this exercise and going back to this exercise? Because the types of exercises that you do, that you do, you're trying to target a specific muscle. So it's like, what are you trying to gain out of that? What do you want to see from yourself in terms of um, the physical aspects? And when it comes to staying stagnant and you feel like there's no change going on, um, I would say look into the type of variables. There's so many... There's so many small things that you can tweak mm -hmm. with uh, your workout program. And it's like, you can use sets, you can focus on eccentrics and you can focus on uh, eccentrics um, and then focus on, you can focus on like the percentages going up in weight um, and playing around with those types of variables can help you find, um, find that improvement that you wanna see, but you gotta make sure that it's it's specific to one thing. Like, are you going to increase the reps? Are you going to increase the percentages over time? So it, I guess it's just kind of like a matter of matter of that in terms of finding um, finding improvement in those areas. Okay, I'm going to kind of blindside you with a question because oh, I didn't tell you I was going to ask you this one. Okay. But okay, in college, I don't know if this is something that you experienced, but this is definitely something that I experienced where you feel like you can't really see the future like does that make sense with like what you want to do and kind of like where you want to go so how are ways that like oh, i'm trying to this is going to be confusing to ask so i might have to clarify this a little bit okay like um if you kind of can't really see that path that you're going down how do you try and navigate to I, other than like i mean i would say like trying new things but like if you've tried a bunch of things and you don't like the path that you're going down, like how can you kind of figure out where you're going um, in the future if you don't like where you are in the moment, but you don't see it changing? Does that make sense? Yeah, but that's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> it's was, a really hard question to answer. Question. But like, it's like, I don't know, that's personally something that like I struggle with. And I know like I've talked to some people. Oh, like yourself, like you're guessing yourself and being like, oh, what if I switch or something yeah, like that? Yeah. Um, like how do you let go of like that path that you thought you were going to go down when it's really hard to like how, how do you like step up like how did you decide to like take that jump and step away from college when you right. thought you were going to be there for four years right yeah um so i guess it was just like how i felt every single day while i was at college i mean i loved i loved um being out in the Adirondacks, being right next to St. Regis Mountain. I love that. I love that. I know, I know. It's <laughs> awesome. I've, I've hiked up it so many times. Oh, my gosh. Um, and I love the scenery, but it was just, you know, not, you know, there's going to be some Paul Smith 
college the kids were going to be watching this but um you know i had some good friends but there were really some not so great friends who didn't really look out for my uh interests in mind and um i just i couldn't see myself you know being a forest ranger and then like you know pulling people over a couple of times occasionally <laughs> and like i wanted i wanted to have a more of an impactful impactful job something yeah. that I could feel proud of like I want to make people happy about themselves like it sounds so corny but like leaving a smile on their face yes. like um and that really is the thing that brings me the most joy and like despite you know results and stuff like that what they see over time like can I make somebody happy yeah. you know can I leave them with a smile on their face can I give them that hope that they kind yeah. of need and I felt I felt blessed to have this job and um because I think you really are like surrounded by so many like amazing people, I first of all. But like I used to, because I started working with David when I was in high school too. Mm -hmm. And I remember sending him like a text. And I basically said that every time I like it's, it's like so important to find those like people in those places in the environments where you're leaving. Um, and when you like step away from whatever you're doing, like for me, it's like tennis, I'm leaving, but I'm like, I'm at a high. Yeah. Like that's the best feeling to give somebody. And mm -hmm. it's like hard to maybe do that through like a job. But if you can't do it, like if you're in a job that you don't like, I guess, like finding other ways to do it just like on a daily basis, I think um, can bring like a lot of like happiness into your life yeah. um, and I think I missed that though like with David and everything like that you know yeah. I you know he would often post on Instagram and be like man I just wish I was back at Elevate you know <laughs> or you know we, yeah. would, we would text a lot and um, I think it was just kind of missing that and it's be, and I kind of would ask myself that question like could I be something more mm -hmm. could I do something yeah. better for other people you know yeah. so I definitely agree with that so what is next for you now mm -hmm. um like, where do you see your, I don't know if you can see yourself <laughs> in the future. Cause I struggle with that. Right. Like, seeing yeah. what I want, like knowing that like, I want to, it's, it's like hard to have, it's really difficult for me to come up with like yeah, long-term yeah. goals for myself. But what are like, I guess other ways that you want to kind of like move forward from where you are now? Mm -hmm. Um. So basically where I want to see myself is, well, I got, I recently got accepted into uh, SUNY Cortland. So <laughs> Um, I was thinking about uh, University of Central Florida and, oh my and Southern Florida, but do I really want to be in <laughs> debt in my late 20s? Is that the question? So, um, and plus, I'm gonna, I want to go back to college just because I miss the camaraderie, but mm -hmm. I want to find those good friends that are going to look out for me mm -hmm. and look out for my, not only my physical well-being, but my mental well-being. But um, I'm going to be majoring in uh, kinesiology. So study of biomechanics and I want to become hopefully in the future a uh, physical therapist. And so this is like perfect experience. I mean, yeah, pretty going, much. Yeah. yeah. So like this is it's it's amazing. Yeah. And um I feel pretty confident with where things are gonna be going. So that's awesome. I'd say, yeah, that's what I'm planning <laughs> on doing. Yeah. Hmm. How did you decide on that? Man, you I, just like what you're doing now and you're I I kinda yeah, yeah, I do. And plus like I like working with, I want to be able to help individuals who, you know, say like, oh, I have a lot of shoulder pain. Like, mm -hmm. I'll be honest when I tell them, like, I don't really know. I don't really know how to do that. I can yeah. help you get stronger and I can help help you build up your bone mineral density and stuff like that. But in terms of like finding like um, therapy and stuff like that for exercise, you know, I want to learn how to do that. I kind of want to be that 
miracle worker, you know? Yeah. So. Okay. Last question. And I'm changing my quote of the day because oh, okay. you said the quote of the day. Oh, wow. Focus on the future. It's so important to do that. Even though you might not know where it's heading, just like continuing to make like tiny steps to reach, like maybe you just have short-term goals, but maybe you have long-term term goals. So mm-hmm. like making tiny steps towards those. I really like that you said that. So I said that? Yeah, you did. Oh I really gosh. <laughs> wow. I didn't realize that. <laughs> so your quote of the day. Oh my yeah. gosh. So okay. I got, I got like two. Oh my gosh. Okay. I got like two. Right? <laughs> so there's one, there's one that is like basic. I don't know who it's by, but it's, it says like, show me your friends and I will show you your future. Ooh, and then I love that. the other one um, comes from comes from the Bible. It's in Proverbs uh, chapter twelve, verse one. Uh, whoever loves discipline loves knowledge, but whoever hates correction is stupid. So hmm. it's like, especially in this job, if you can't if you can't go about your day without learning something new or somebody trying to teach you something and trying to help you, then what's the point of being in this position? You know, and I think that yeah. should apply to everybody else. Yeah. So. You got to be open to learning, seeing other perspectives because nobody knows everything. Exactly. Yeah. Everybody will teach you something that you don't know if you pay attention. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. Okay. Oh my gosh. We're almost at 30 minutes. Okay. Well, thank you so much for listening. Thank you um, yeah. for coming on to my podcast episode. Thank you for I having appreciate me. It. <laughs> and I hope everybody has a great rest of their day, great rest of their week. Thank you for listening. Yes. Have a good Bye. One.